and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Brethren Podcast. That's Brethren, B-R-E-A-D, like bread, because we always talking about our bread, and we always getting that bread. And when I say we, I'm talking about my brothers on the call with me, Dr. Ajama Loving, Ph.D., and Deshran Wells. How y'all doing tonight, gentlemen? Doing great. Doing absolutely great. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Make sure you're following the Bridgen Podcast on Instagram. That's at Bridgen Pod, B-R-E-A-D-R-E-N, and following all of us on our respective web domains, uh, DestrianWellsConsulting.com, AjamuLoving.com, and MMBBGW.com. And in true Bridgen fashion, we always like to uh, introduce our cognacs, whiskeys, liquors, drinks, what have you. Uh, so, Dr. Loving, what are you on tonight? Well, today is just a, a simple Tito's, man. That's all. Tito's vodka. I'm keeping it Texan. What's crazy is that's a new classic. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yeah. Tito's is an amazing story. We might have to talk about them in case study form one day because they they got a, a they they came up real quick. They really but, did. Uh, uh, DJ, what are you on? I'm consistent, man. Um, it's still the uh, the Hennessy here for me. So just uh. Staying consistent, yeah. Hanging out with the Hennessy, man. It may seem redundant to ask, but I think it's just free promo that we, you know, we give it out for you. Yeah, Woodford Reserve. I'm still on the Woodford Reserve, and you know, we'll still, we'll still, we'll still toss out the names, and man, we will, we, we will let y'all know when there's a change in the lineup. <laughs> hey, man, you can call it free promo all you want to, man. I expect bottles. That's what yeah. I expect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At the absolute least, I yes, sir. So, uh, so anyone anyone listening with connections to the brands, right. let them know that we uh we're constellation brands. That is right. We constellation, constellation brands. Listen, Diageo, any of the brands, we can call the names out. If you all would like to sponsor us and support us, we will definitely support you. So, cheers, gentlemen, to a wonderful conversation. Cheers, cheers, cheers to you, man. All right, gentlemen. So. Tonight's episode, we are we got the topic of impact versus intention, being deliberate from start to finish. And DJ brought up something between us uh, in our group chat where he talked about intentionality versus intentionally. And so I, I want to, you know, give you the opportunity to just basically open up the conversation with, you know, you, you brought up those two points and you put it into your own words. So I want you to go ahead and open up the conversation and just basically give that the definition and the, the contrast of intentionality versus intentionally. I'll definitely take that. Um, one of uh, one of the things that that struck me when we were, you know, talking about where we go with the show, right? So we we want to be connected with uh, with the information, and we want to make sure that it flows from a certain standpoint. But this was this was big for me because being intentional and having intentionality about the things that you do it, it, it means it means a lot in terms of consistency. And I think we talked a little bit about consistency on the last show, but we didn't dive deep into it. Living intentionally means that you're being deliberate and when you're being deliberate you're you're thinking through things you're playing things you're being strategic but there's a piece of intentionality that you have to respond to and i think that you know the 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 art of being able to think on your feet and being able to respond to things on the fly is important as well because as intentional as you want to be Things are going to come up and situations will change and it will require you to either make that situation fit into your intentions or you fit into that situation. And so you have to quickly determine which you need, which one of those things you need to do. And I I don't think there's a right or wrong answer for either uh, AJ, but I think what happens is you have to be able to, quickly evaluate what it is that you can contribute to the situation and how this plays out in multiple steps. And I think as we flush out the conversation tonight, that will become ultimately important. How do you think ahead multiple steps? And how do you flush things out 
in order to make one decision that impacts two to three decisions later. Because all of this we talked about earlier, you're playing chess. You're not playing checkers. So um, I won't go too deep there, but I'll pause there, and then you can uh, throw it to Dr. Levin and, and see what he has to say around that. Most definitely. Um, so, Dr. Levin, what I want to pose to you is because DJ put it into you know into his terms, and we all know it, but I'll, I'll repeat it, is intentionality is being deliberate from the start and intentionally is beginning with the end in mind. That's what you explained to us early in the group text. So, Dr. Loving, in, in, in terms of being intentional, it, it seems as though we can put it into intentionality or, or intentionally, doing things intentionally or having intentionality. So what I want to pose to you is, you know, what do you, what do you see as the benefits of being deliberate yeah, from, okay. from the beginning in terms of? <laughs> Both That's them. good because I'm not gonna lie. I was slightly confused about the intentionally versus intentionality. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes I don't catch the level of depth in the text message form. So okay, I, I, <laughs> right. I, I think I sort of get uh, where we're going here um, in terms of actually, you know, being concrete in your steps towards approaching some uh, some goal, right? Some uh, we all have dreams, right? We have things that we can see that are in the distant um, distant future of ways that we like to be able to live our life. And the way that you take a goal, I mean, excuse me, take a dream and make it into a goal is that you have to quantify it in terms of how much money it's going to take and how much time and whatever efforts that it's going to take for you to get there, right? And so um, being deliberate is is all about um really believing in yourself honestly i think uh, even the biggest goal if you have or the biggest dream that you have the next step like the, the next step to say hey i believe in myself enough to actually try to achieve this goal that if somebody else looked from the outside would say this is ridiculous you know this it seems too big it's to, okay well let's start to quantify it Right. What is it going to take for me to realistically um, um, move there and then start to break it down into a smaller steps and say, well, then this would be the thing that I would need to do first, second, third, fourth and fifth. And then to have the audacity to actually act on those things. Oh, man, now you're cooking with gas. If you can master that, uh, that, that sort of process in, in general and make that be what you do about everything you want to really actualize, man, you can really do some special things in the world. So it, it, oh, yeah. it really is about, you know, that being, being deliberate. Go ahead. That's a, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to interject real quick, DJ, before I throw it back to you is, you know, I, I caught that underlying theme of that power and making it act, you know, define a phenomenon, <laughs> making it act in a, in a desired manner. Listen, people like, honestly, you you definitely should go back and listen to the previous episodes because unintentionally there's a common thread and a common theme that's being laid out and you know we're not really you know we're not intentionally doing this you know just to kind of you know throw a throw a pun in there but not intentionally um, but what I what I've noticed really quickly through both of you all's explanations uh, for me is there's a the, the stark contrast of intentionally you we say was beginning with the end in mind and the key term in that is just beginning it seems as though you you're starting out with the end in mind so you may lose your way somewhere in that but you know your intentions were good like people say but with intentionality you're being deliberate from start to finish so there's intention right. Throughout, there's you know there's no deviations from it. So I just wanted to throw it in there, you know, for for anybody who's still confused as to what the you know what the start contracts are. That's what it means, you know, in in terms for me. And DJ, I'll let you know round it out and you know kind of further explain. But that's just what I what I'm seeing as a major difference in the two. Well, yeah. So uh, definitely hold me accountable to making sure that I cover both aspects. So I'll start with I'll start here and I'll start with this. So I can recall in 2010, I um I had a uh, I had a new new senior manager, and uh, this executive was very hands on, and we 
we worked very closely together and he let me in on some of the personal philosophies that he had in his life. One of the things he told me was, hey, you know, if you're not protecting your credit, I really need you to start doing that because you could drastically change your life by just protecting your credit because here's how I approach my, uh, you know, my responsibilities in terms of bills, et cetera. And so as he laid things out to me, it be, it be, it began to, uh, to quickly open up and, and it was very clear that I was doing things the wrong way. And maybe I say the wrong way, or I say there is a better way to do things. Maybe that's a better way to say it. There's a better way to do things if you have an opportunity. So essentially, he was using his credit to cover most of the things that, you know, he was coming in contact with. And he was also getting points for covering those same expenses. And then two months later, he'd pay his credit card bill. And if he paid in full, he got a 10% discount. So I want you to really think about what I'm saying here. He was being intentional. So we were talking about being intentional here. I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to use my credit card. I'm going to pay my bills. I am going to get a 10% discount for paying those bills. I'm going to pay that card down. And I'm also going to get points for paying said card. Those are a lot of benefits. But when you think about beginning with the end in mind, you're able to have different goals and you're able to have more strategic goals. So if we think about what I just said, I never said would the uh, purpose or outcome of that situation would be. There was nothing there. You had a purpose or outcome to that. Maybe the purpose is to enhance your credit. Maybe the purpose is to build uh, capital or to get a discount on the current bills that you pay because all those things are on the table. When we talk about beginning with the end in mind, I think that we have to understand that when we are making decisions, that we have to see the bigger picture. And a lot of times, Many of us are, are, are looking at something in a vacuum. We really need to see the bigger picture, and we need to be able to assess the situation from the standpoint of ownership and not um, just uh, being a participant in the situation. So when you are an owner in a situation, you evaluate the uh, the pros and cons completely differently than you do if you're just a person that's uh, helping finance the deal, so to speak. So from an ownership standpoint, when you think about making decisions, the art of making a great decision is what is the ultimate end goal? So if it is, hey, you know, I am looking to, uh, let's call it the Olympics. I'm looking to make the Olympic team this year. If that's your goal and you set out to do that, once you make the Olympic team, guess what? You've achieved your goal. Hats off to you. You can let your hair down. But you probably had, you probably set your goal improperly. If you're going to make the Olympic team, you should probably look further than that. You should probably look to place, uh, have a medal in the Olympics or win the goal. You know, why not go for the gusto? So, you know, as opposed to finding yourself, you know, uh, becoming complacent once you make the Olympic team, you can put yourself in a situation where making the team is just a step and ultimately placing in the Olympics or winning the gold medal is the ultimate goal. It gives you something to shoot for above and beyond what the uh, the, the landscape might be in front of you. And I think that's important because, when we look at business, we need to do those things because the landscape that's in front of us is really there for us to define. And it's uncharted territories on many courses that 
individuals, uh, whether that be corporate or, or, or whatnot, they have an opportunity to define that and, and move forward for themselves. Most definitely. So you brought up, um, you mentioned defining the landscape. And I'm sorry I missed a, you know, a good portion of the beginning because I did step away to handle fatherly duty. So pardon me oh. if, I, if I missed a lot of the points. I came back in when you were talking about the art of making making a great decision and you were using the, uh, the analogy of being in the Olympics. Of course, you know, it's, it's one of the great things that you that everybody needs to learn how to do. Hey. Um, it's a very valuable skill, especially when you're defining yourself, making known that you can multitask. It is a very useful skill <laughs> personally and professionally. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I came back in when you were talking about the art of making a great decision, and you mentioned something that, that you know, that, you, like, like I said, you defined your landscape, and we mentioned, I think, in – Episode one, it might have been about defining yourself. Right. And like I said, there's always this common theme where we're kind of laying out these steps where I'm not quite sure yet. And I don't know if any of us are sure yet what this, you know, what this will all be once it, you know, once maybe this, this theme runs itself, runs itself out. It's not being planned, but, you know, kind of like this guidebook to navigating professionally and corporately and, uh, and personally in some senses, but you defined yourself and now we're talking about defining the landscape and proper goal planning. So Dr. Loving, I wanted to, to throw it to you as far as proper goal planning when it's being intentional. What's the impact of that? Because we are talking about the impact of intention, proper goal planning, because, you know, DJ really alluded to it. So I'll let you, you know, I'll throw it to you so you can elaborate some more on it. Well, uh, and I mean, I, I think that's important to recognize and like always whether they say start with the end in mind, you always have to have some sort of end um, that you at least start to conceive of from the actions that you're doing and putting your energy into. And so in terms of the, even this, this Brand podcast, you know, in terms of what I do, I could, I could see all sorts of uh, creative workshops coming out of this where companies would pay us to come in and talk to them and serve their, uh, Serve their employees alcohol while we figure out how to for them na- navigate the corporate landscape and have a more diverse, inclusive culture. Maybe not the alcohol part of it, but I can dream. Yeah, you know who knows. And so, but you have to think about like where it is that this whole thing can go. You know, um, and and if you don't do that, if if you don't do that, in, in some ways, I think you're uh, you're not going to end up giving. Um, fuel or enough fuel to your activities um, because you don't really see an end. You don't really see like a positive right. something that's going to come out of it. So I think you have to be balanced in your approach, right? There's the whole, I'm doing these things because they make sense to do this. It's the healthy and positive thing to do and we enjoy doing it and that's great. And then there's also the, hey, where is it that we want to end up in five years or uh, 10 years and Maybe this can be a, a very integral part of that whole deal, and let's think about how we can uh, we can monetize what we're doing here, or monetize anything else that that you're doing to to move towards that end. And so it's important to um, to you, you have to be intentional in order to do those things and really start to uh, to to give any sort of traction to them because. Again, the goals look big. Um, sometimes things aren't very well defined from the beginning, and so there, there's that part of actually paying attention to it and, and thinking about where you want this to go, so you can right. tailor a goal. Right? A goal. Right. A goal is something that has to be crystallized. You have a dream. Dreams are foggy. Even when we wake up from something that seemed awesome, you're like, okay, what did that look like? I want that. But how do I um, how do I actualize that in the world? It's like okay, I see myself being a captain of industry. Well, what does that mean? Okay, well, this type of company and this type of company, I uh, are, are companies that I I would feel like I have a unique advantage in being able to to run these things in a way that nobody else could. 
and what things do I need to enhance my skill set so I can so I can really do what it is that I feel like I need to do. And then you start putting a plan in place to move from where you are to where you want to be. And so that yeah. it, it it takes things that are abstract and right. makes them real. They say like what is it? Faith is the 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 substance of things, things not, seen. not seen. Yeah, man. Yeah. And so, and so, if you really have uh, faith, it's about you putting together some some substance associated with something that you can't see. And then, in in the Bible, it actually says, "Faith without works is dead." That it sounds is. terrible. And so, how do we do? How do we decide what work we're going to do? Well, we have to we have to come up with a plan to move from where we are to where we want to go. Individual steps, and then you can start taking and doing the work, man. And if you're doing the work with the real un, uh, understanding and, and uh, faith that um, what you're doing is pushing you towards where you're going, and you're not misinformed about that, then you can start, man. You you're taking real steps towards where it is that you want to be, you know. Michael Jordan. <coughs> That's right. We've gotten to the Michael Jordan part of the of the evening. Michael, <laughs> Michael Jordan was cut. Michael Jeffrey Jordan, from, by the way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not Michael B. Jordan. That's right. I need to be more specific. <laughs> in my age, my my own age tells you. I mean, you know who I'm talking about. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> right. But but yes. Michael Jeffrey Jordan was cut from a basketball team at some point, right? And what did he do? He set out on a mission to become the best basketball player to walk the planet. And you could say, well, you know, was he just enthralled in the process and he just got carried away and it just happened? No. And do you want to know what I use as evidence? I look at his Hall of Fame speech. Michael yeah. Jordan's Hall of Fame speech. He brought people back from like sixth and seventh grade who didn't believe in him. And if I, it's the pettiest thing I've ever seen in my life. But I admire I him. Make so sure you said that. I was, <laughs> it look, man. This is not. There aren't a lot of ways that you could defend what happened, except <laughs> by saying that it was a moment of television gold. Because just to watch people be brought to su- such an such an august moment for Michael Jordan to be like, yeah, you didn't believe in me. And you, Miss Lunch Lady, that gave me seven tater tots instead of eight. Remember that? I remember it. And he just, it, you could tell that every step that he moved throughout that entire process was planned. Every shot yeah. that he took was all about Taking it now, I'm not saying because <laughs> it doesn't seem healthy. I'm not saying that that's the way in which you need to approach all of your goals. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that for individuals who are who are successful and in some cases extraordinarily successful, you can see how intentional their process has been. You know, you can if you ask Kobe Bryant how much he how many shots he took. Uh, in the gym, how much he lifted, how much he slept, what his caloric intake, he could he could tell you each and every one of those things because each of those things were elements that he controlled to move himself closer and closer to being a champion. That's what people who are successful do. It's part of the overall process. And so when we talk about being intentional and setting goals and then breaking it down into its individual components and then doing that hard part, of actually stepping up and doing each of those things to get you there, that's that's the only way that you get from a place where normal individuals, and then when I say normal, I mean just like a distribution curve, normal, most right. folks, stuff happens to them. But for the people who want to make stuff happen, those individuals, hey, they, they are they are They put a process in place. Yeah. That's right. So so they put a process in place, and I think that's key because when we talk about going from good to great, that doesn't happen by accident. When we talk about being intentional and intentionality, those two things are directly aligned with going from good to great. You made the uh, you made mention of Kobe Bryant. You made mention of Michael Jordan. 
and I mean those are those are no small <laughs> small people to mention in terms of uh, their greatness or their their uh, accomplishments. I've been watching a lot of basketball lately. And, and that's and that's fair. I mean, I'm sure you've been watching Texas Tech, and there's a few people that I oh, can talk a, about a lot from Texas Tech. Now. But we'll 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 move quickly. We'll talk about Texas Tech a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But when I when I really no no no, it's fine. We'll definitely talk about them later. So when I when I think about going from good to great and being intentional, there are a lot of folks from a business perspective that I would ask you know, some of our listeners to look at, you look at a a person like a Jack Welch or Steve Jobs or a Bill Gates or Warren Buffett, but I think you forget to look at the people who were not successful in the beginning. So there's a documentary called The Men Who Built, uh, the Men Who Built America. And you you look at what, that, uh, I don't mean to interrupt you. Is that the one that no, goes no, back please. and talks about the like Rockefeller and like back? Yes. Oh yeah, I I, I think I watched that with that one. Yeah. Oh, indeed. We yeah. we've talked about this personally. I mean, you 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 look at the you look at the original J.P. Morgan's. You look at the uh, the gentleman that started Tesla. You 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 look at um, man. There's there's so many corporations to look at you look at what being intentional really means. And I think that for some people, they think it's a moment in time. Being intentional is the difference between being a family name that transcends 15 generations and someone who had a great idea. It is literally that important. It is the difference between being good being great you know having a good idea will you know it'll, it'll get you recognition for the moment but being great and when I say being great everything that comes with that it is the intentionality of positioning the idea because sometimes we have the idea but we don't position it properly sometimes we position the idea properly but we don't move forward to make sure that we patent the idea and we have everything that's requisite to own that and benefit from that from a uh, legacy standpoint from now in the foreseeable future. And their families throughout time, if you look back through our history, we talked about the fact that he or she who controls the information controls the narrative. I mean, J.P. Morgan decided that he would control the information and because he controlled the information, he could also control the market. And I think we all know that JP Morgan and company still JP Morgan Chase and company still stands today and they're doing quite well, even after a lot of things that have transpired that would say that uh, they should have taken some hits along the way, but their brand survives because they have very good people in front of them that are intentional, they're specific, and they lead with intentionality. So when you think about those things and you look at these brands, what can you do in your day-to-day to mimic some of these types of behaviors to make the, the, the words, the actions, and the commitments that you're making to your corporations and or to your family's friends or, or what have you how do you make those things more sustainable and lasting? Because we've seen evidence that these things can happen if you're intentional throughout time. So I'd be, uh, I'd be very interested to see, you know, where Dr. Loving lands on this as it relates to cultivating that, but not only cultivating, but delivering it. Because I think that those are two things that are distinct and separate because you can you can cultivate these things, but what is the mechanism by which you deliver this and you have your consumer know that you're being intentional and that the, this is what he or she can expect from you? Because if, if they don't know that, you can be as intentional as you want, but who are you being intentional to? Who are you marketing to? Where's your branding going? And we talked about this in our previous episode 
without those things being clearly defined, you you have no target audience. So I'm all ears for that. Yeah. Most definitely. What, real quick, Dr. Love, before I throw it back to you, is because, you know, I, I've said in previous episodes that I'm kind of here as the layman's translator for some, not for all. Um, but I want to, you know, kind of to kind of throw this analogy just to make sure that we are following on the same course, because we, we said in, intentionally is beginning with the end in mind. So it's, you know, in, in terms of you're doing something with a goal to happen, but is that goal ultimately a part of, you know, the series of goals that you intentionally have planned to get you, you know, to get you to where you're trying to go? Because, you know, if, you, if you're being very broad, you're like, I'm going to do this so that I become successful in terms of I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be in the, you know, in the in the sight of the boss or, you know, the, 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 the head of whatever intentionally I'm going to, you know, be in it, be in their sight so that I can be recognized and I can move up to the top. But like Dr. Loving said and DJ alluded to goal planning and intentionality requires work. So are you know, what are, what are the works that you're doing besides just being seen? in order to, you know, assert your intentionality when it comes to being deliberate from start to finish. So I just wanted to throw that out there and, you know, just kind of throw back up these underlying points, like, you know, the fact that success requires intention. But, you know, it can't just be, you know, temporary intention. It has to be throughout. You have to be deliberate from start to finish. Lead with intentionality, follow through with intentionality, and finish up with intentionality. But Dr. Levin, you can go ahead and, you know, carry on the point that DJ was bringing up to you. Yeah, and and so I think I think that he brought up an extremely important uh, part in terms of in terms of actualizing and making things happen. Um, it's why you have to it's why you have to move from that place of having a dream to actually having. Um, a tangible goal because then you can start to do some research, right? You start to do some research and say, okay, what did people who had a goal similar to this goal, even if it's different than theirs, there's always going to be some differences, but what did they have to do, right? What things did they accomplish and what sequential order to get to that place? And here's the thing that once you, once you start to do that and break it down, that's great, but and here's a big tool that I'll give anybody: automate. Automate what? Automate everything that you possibly can. So if you're talking about saving and investing, make your savings automatic, where it comes out of your checking account on a specific day, so that you set yourself up for the success of always investing or saving every month rather than hoping that you'll feel like sending a check at the end of the month. You know, some, some people might have the discipline to do that and some won't. Some might have it sometimes and then not have it other times. If you want to be consistent in your approach and you have a goal that's concrete that you know is out there, then you're going to need to be consistent in your efforts. So to the extent you can automate them, great. When you fit, when you use your phone, that phone that you have in front of you has a calendar on it, right? A lot of people use Facebook, they use all of the social media elements of their phone, but they don't use the calendar. They hate the alarm. Those are the things. Those are tools that are going to help you be successful. Why? That's, that's the people. They were, that's the people yeah. that missed the, uh, the the Palm Pilot era before yeah. cell phones. Before, before cell phones really got hot. You had that Palm Pilot. Right, that's all it was. That's all it did. It wasn't no phone. Yeah, yeah. it was basically a big calendar. And the great thing about having that element in there is that it can tell you, oh, it's it's 9.30 on Tuesday. I need to be writing. And and I need to – this is me talking to myself in a lot of ways in terms of me being more intentional and being more disciplined about what, what I do. Oh, put it in the phone because I know if I get that calendar reminder, then I'm more likely to sit down and do what I'm supposed to do. So it's even automating my own schedule and my own in uh, my, my own efforts and making me more oh, intentional man. about what I'm doing and reminding myself in certain ways because otherwise the day can get away from you. <laughs> Come and on with these practical steps. Man, Come on with these practical steps. And when that day gets away from you, the day is gone. You see, you don't get it's those gone. minutes back, you know? Right. And so to the extent that you can use technology to help make you more efficient with uh, with the use of your time, that phone is something you spend all that money on it every single month. It should be doing something for you. Everything that you use as a tool should be 
working to helping to work, you know, move you closer to where it is that you're trying to go, including your phone. So if all you're using your phone for is uh, perpetrating an image on social media that you're not getting paid for, and it's not <laughs> moving you close, you know, so, hey, there are people who get paid plenty of money to do, hey, then be on it and do what you're doing. But if all you're doing is trying to make people think that you're living a certain way and it's not right. even it's not even pushing you towards you actually moving towards that place, man, you need to use that calendar function. You need to use that notes right. function and start and start writing right. stuff that you've been saying you were gonna write. You need mm. to start using that record function and start singing some yes. notes. You need to use yes. open this phone up, use that technology to automate all of those things that you have said that you want to do because, hey, you've got these steps broken down. Well, all right, let's go ahead and use the technology available to move us closer to each one of those things and make me commit to my schedule because it's there real quick, for you. Real quick, well, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. AJ, let me do this. Go ahead because I, I want to issue, issue a challenge to ourselves. Oh, absolutely. So and and it, it, it has to be issues. I think that what, what what you're speaking about has to do with, with the following. We've talked about in so many shows the tools that are out there and available. When we talk about being intentional, this is an internal factor. This is within you. This is self. You have to look within and you have to determine and decide whether or not you have this or not. Everyone Everyone won't have it. They just won't. Nature of the beast is that some will and some won't. And that's okay. But you personally have to decide whether you want to be successful or not. And are you willing to fail as many times as possible? Or instead of saying fail, learn the valuable lessons along the way to success. Are you willing to take not right now, as many times as possible before you break through and be successful. Because being intentional requires that. It requires exactly what Dr. Loving said, AJ. It requires you to say, I have a vision. And because I have a vision, now I have a plan of action. I am going to run this play until this play does not work. I'm going to edit or audible this play until it works. Everyone doesn't have the heart and the wherewithal to withstand that. And that's okay. But are you going to fold? Or are you going to link with someone else? Are you going to share your idea? I think one of the biggest things that we run into when we talk about people being intentional, when we talk about people going from good to great, we have to give them ways in which that they bridge the gap between those things. And for some of us, it's going to happen immediately. And for those that it doesn't, I want them to understand that there's a group of people who have great ideas that could benefit from support groups from other people with great ideas, and they may have the missing link to what it is you need. So it's that same thing we talked about on prior calls is that an idea is like energy. It belongs to you for a certain amount of time. And energy that stays in motion is energy that's in motion is going to stay in motion as long as you're committed to it. It is when you get caught up in it that, you know, either it stops or starts. And if we can get people into a place where they're sharing ideas with people that are like-minded, I think that we stand a chance to make this intentionality really grow. But it's when folks get into a vacuum and they're not sharing their ideas or they become discouraged, that stop, start, continue phase never really kicks off for them because they just stop. And what Dr. Loving is talking about is someone that's in a phase where they, they're, they're full on. They're fully committed to making this work. And we have people that are going to need some support along the way. And I think it's important that we build a network for folks that might feel as if, hey, this is not quite working out for me, or 
I think I have really good ideas. What do I do to get this to fruition? And I think having some type of network where you can, you know, connect with others who are like-minded is extremely important because we have to get beyond ourselves and think about solutions. You know, so many times you want to be the person to bring something to market. But when you're thinking it from a solution standpoint, being solution-oriented is not about who delivers the solution. It's about having the proper agreement in place that when the solution is delivered that everyone involved benefits. So I'll, I'll pause there, uh, AJ. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. Because you, you were you, you're taking it in a direction that I definitely wanted to go in. But I just wanted to issue a challenge because Dr. Levin and you, you reiterated the point um, as far as using the tools and automation and things of that nature. Is I wanted to issue a challenge to myself, you know, to both of you all and to to the listeners alike, to. And I'm speaking in terms of Google Calendar because that's what I use, and you can download it on iOS too. So if you got an iPhone, you can also download Google Calendar. But the calendar function is very useful when it comes to planning goals and you know being intentional about staying, especially on a timeline. Because let's be honest, if you're being intentional and you're doing proper goal planning, you have to put some kind of timeline in place. You can't be too broad with it because if you're too broad, then you know you go astray. So you can't just say, oh, within the next five years, I'm going to do this. So what are you going to do within those five years to make sure that by the end of five years, you are at that said master goal, if you will. So take the Google Calendar function. Make a small tangible goal. Let's start there. Make a small tangible goal. Let's say that it'll take a month to get to. And in the Google Calendar function, you can set up multiple notifications, either by notification on the phone or email or both at different intervals by the hour, the minute, the day, or the week. So let's say let's take a one month tangible goal. Put it into put it into, you know, a month from now or if you want to, you know, start the track on Monday or whenever. Intentionally set it as, you know, a month from that date and intentionally set check-ins for yourself weekly daily you know however you want on some kind of regular interval to where that notification and that email pops up saying you know bam have you you know have you done this you know are you have you and you and you already know the steps that you need to take to get to that goal so you set the notifications so then you go in and you set you know every week you know have I taken step one in attaining this goal have I done step two in attaining this goal and, you know, let's just be intentional. Let's, let's just, you know, let's take small steps because the one thing I do want us to start doing with this, with this platform that we're creating and we're building because DJ is, you know, really bringing up the, the power and the intention of having a network. And we talked about that a little bit when we talked about strategic partnerships and, um, and power circles. But being very practical and, you know, laying out practical steps that people can take to do these things that we're talking about because a lot of you know a lot of times we we you know we're talking about it and explaining it very eloquently and I definitely want us to not lose the point and the, the the process of laying out very practical steps that a lot of people can take especially people like me I'm speaking I'm speaking to myself like Dr. Levin said I'm talking to myself because I'm one of those people where it's like literally tell me step 1 step 2 step 3 right. because I can hear you I can hear you and I can understand you all day long. I can comprehend you all day long, but in terms of me taking action, lay me out okay. the steps very plainly and simply. That's it. So I definitely want to, you there know, you I, I wanted to issue that challenge as a very practical, visual, you know, and, and I say visual because of the way that we're talking about these things, a lot of people, if you're a visual learner, you can visualize even by hearing it, especially with the eloquent way that, you know, Dr. Lovin and DJ are putting things. So I just wanted to issue that practical challenge to myself and to everyone listening, including y'all. So let's set a one-month goal and intentionally put it into your Google Calendar and set the notifications and the reminders of, 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 of sorts to remind you to stay on course for that goal. And, you know, we'll check back in in a month. Yeah. Well, Arthur, I'll, I'll say this then. So, in the one month of go, one, in the one month goal, let's do this. Number one, we talk about steps. What is it that you want to accomplish? So that's number one, right? So what is it that you want to accomplish? Number two, who do you need in your corner, or who do you need to support you in order to accomplish that? Number three. And maybe um, uh, in no particular order, uh, it, it should be 
what skill sets should the people that you're pulling into your circle in terms of this goal need to have in order to fulfill it? Is the timeline reasonable? Because sometimes we can put ourselves under a timeline that is not reasonable. So if the entire goal cannot be completed in this timeline, how much of it can? So be reasonable. So can we complete 100%, 50%, 20%? What does that look like? And then finally, how do you measure success? Are we looking to complete the entire goal? Are we looking to complete a portion? And how do you measure that success? It's critical that you understand what success looks like from start to finish, always, always. And that needs to be said for all participants involved from the very beginning. Because if folks don't understand what success looks like, they're, they're just out here contributing, you know, whatever they want um, or what have you. So I think that's important, you know, and as we talk about the, the art of making decisions, being intentional, um, doing things more deliberately, we have to understand that, again, we talked about opportunity cost in the uh, prior podcast. There are most certainly opportunity costs. When you walk into a room and you tell someone what your goal is, you're putting yourself on the line to deliver. That is now what you need to do. You need to give a prescribed amount of time that that's going to happen in. And to your point, author, you're going to have to give specific action steps to which those things are going to happen. Communicating those things are always not, they're, they're often not easy. But one of the things that can help make it a lot easier is to have buy-in up front. Have conversations prior to the commitment. You know, we talked on the last uh, show about, you know, it's better to under-promise and over-deliver. You would prefer to have conversations with people who have deliverables for you to know what it is they can or cannot do and you as the project manager or manager of said, you know, initiative, you can communicate that to all those involved. That's your credibility on the line. I mean, you may only get that one opportunity to do that. So it's very important that you manage that process appropriately because it's going to be an experience that you provide for not only those who are receiving the services rendered, but for those that you're managing and providing those services as well. So, you know, if, if you want to move forward and have a, a crew of people or a team of folks that are going to follow you wherever you go, it's important that you're able to manage both sides of that equation because overpromising on either side can, can lead to devastating results. And so it's critical that, that you're very specific and you're very deliberate even in your approach as it relates to uh, that group of folks. Most definitely. Um, there was a lot there was a lot that to, to take in with that and I appreciate the way you, you, you laid that out. Doctor Loving, you mentioned earlier, you know, I, I like to call it that future talk. Um, to which, you know, it, it really speaks to the power of intention to you know like you said plan things out you know in the future what do you what do you what do you want to you know accomplish and being very intentional with the steps that you take because faith without works goal planning and intentionality requires work the you know so for for, for to you I want to throw the point of and we can close we can start closing it out so you know in essence close close it out then DJ I'll throw it to you and you sure. know, definitely stay tuned to the after show because we can definitely go way deeper into it as usual, especially when it comes to, you know, the personal aspect of being intentional with, you know, various means and mediums of communication. Uh, but Dr. <laughs> Loving, I just want you as, as you're closing, closing it out is speak a little bit more to that future talk, you know, because you, your enthusiasm, you know, and the, the power of people over things, I know, is about to come through and you and you've already alluded to it because you have you when, when you're talking intention it requires people and DJ talked about it too you know the power of networking defining your network um, but definitely I want to throw that point to you as you can kind of close it out and then we'll throw it to you DJ 
Yeah. So, um, you believing in yourself, believing in yourself doesn't mean anything unless you actually start to act like you believe in yourself. Now I'm gonna let that sink in for a minute, right? I want you. Because I want you. To, I want you to repeat it. Don't let it sink but, in. But say it again. Yeah, please. but but for believe, me, believing in yourself doesn't mean anything unless you start to act like you believe in yourself <laughs> and believing. In yourself is the ultimate understanding is uh, of people being more important than things. Mm-hmm. You see, because your circumstances and your goals or your dreams are probably not in line with one another. Mm-hmm. Right? If it's a real dream, if it's a big audacious uh, dream, a big, a, a bad, a, a real bad dream, a dream worth having. Man, it, it's probably not in line with your current situation. You know, you it's something that you're going to have to push for, all right? And 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 it looks crazy to a lot of people when we talked about this before in terms of not necessarily sharing everything that you're thinking and feeling with everybody. Not everybody on social media has your best interest in and uh, heart, there's a lot of folks that would enjoy watching you fail, especially if they don't like the picture that you present on social media. There's nothing that is more satisfying to a hater than to watch <laughs> somebody that they were jealous of or didn't like, lost their job or something bad happened to them. Or anything that they can go ahead and pull out, right? So it's important to recognize that not everybody's on your side, but you have to be on your side. And the way that you show your you 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 actually um, come to being on your side is for you to recognize that you and your goals are worth at least your own effort. Mm-hmm. Okay, not every you can't count on your mama and your auntie and everybody else to believe in you. That's not necessarily something that's going to happen half the time, especially the folks who haven't achieved anything in their life. When you tell them you want to do something big, the first thing they're going to do is what's been done to them, and they're going to try to squash your dream. That's why you have to start quantifying it. That's why you have to put a timetable to it. That's why you have to break it into small goals. And that's why you have to start automating so that you can move towards achieving those goals in a in a um in, in a pattern that is, is systematic and it just continue you continue to move closer and closer to it. So other people might not see it, but it doesn't matter if they don't see it. It's the fact that you envisioned it in the first place. And now you're right. now you've conceived of it and you actually have shown that you believe in it by taking steps to break it down and then actually start to move towards actualizing it. There's a lot of folks that'll tell you they want to do something, right? They'll tell you they want to lose weight. And then they won't talk about the manner in which they plan on living their life in order to lose weight. They ain't going to lose no weight. They tell you they want to get off. You know, it's fun that we drink and everything, but there's somebody out there that right now they might be struggling with this, struggling with this liquor yeah. thing. You yeah. know, you have to decide where it is that you want to be and how you want to live your life and what you want to do going forward. And to, you know, if the liquor ain't for you, then you need to be taking steps to get rid of that bit. That's a huge goal if if liquor is all your life for you to right. step away from it. And so. It's important for you to 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 grasp this on a number of levels, right? Mm-hmm. The professional level is an extraordinarily important one, but so is the personal level, the interpersonal level, the emotional level when you're dealing with friends and family and things, skirmishes pop up and all the rest of this type of stuff. 
And and at the end, you have to say, well, how is it that I want to live? How is it that I want to be? And even when you're talking about your own manner of dealing with people, then these are the next steps that I need to take in order for me to be able to, to have the mental peace that I need to approach and live with and, and work with people who are around me in a certain type of way, right? We, you know, there are folks who life happens to right those mm-hmm. on our listeners our listeners are people who you know who are, yeah man stuff happens but life is something that we are actively working to improve and and change and move in certain directions to be dynamic and and powerfully impact other people to make the world a better place that's man that's that is what our folks are about the business of. So, hey, for me, here's my deal. Um, AJ, and this before you turn back to Destrian, I'm 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 willing to throw like let's put some let's put some skin in the game. And so here's the deal. I wanna know like you we can you can you can communicate with us through our various social media. I wanna know what your goal is. And we are gonna pick a um a listener who it, within the next month has told us what it is that they're going to do in the next week we're going to be looking at the individual submissions and we're going to before the next month is out we're going to give a special gift to a listener who has actually um taken a goal crystallized it broken down in the steps started the process of automating it and you tell us about it and I feel like you should at least get a travel pillow with a hood on it, because I saw one of those earlier, and it looks pretty smoking. <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm saying. Hey, I'm willing listen. to do that myself. To make and sure uh, and if you if you don't if you don't happen to get a hoodie with the travel pillow, you know, travel pillow <laughs> hoodie from the contest, they well, are available. Where can you find them? <laughs> <laughs> you can find those at flight87travel.com. That's flight, the number 87travel.com. You know, we yeah, all have I'm various businesses. Business. Hey, listen, that was very <laughs> subliminal. But no, definitely, I definitely, you know, thank you for that. Let's take this challenge, uh, you know, a step further. I will take this step of challenge, this challenge a step further is if we, once you prove that and we know that, We'll throw some cash into it. We'll throw some cash into it. We're not gonna say we're not gonna be intentional with a number, <laughs> but yeah. we're gonna throw some cash into it, and we'll also extend an opportunity for you to come on and be a guest. And you know, mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about what the steps you took because you know the power of motivation through people's story and networking is right. you know is immense, and that's an underlying theme as well. But we we'll, we'll talk. We'll definitely talk more about this and manifest this more in the after show. So definitely stay tuned and listen to that. But DJ, go ahead and give your closing remarks. Thank you for that, Doctor Levin. You know, um, when I I listened to Doctor Levin and it it really changed the things that I actually had to say. And so this is more from the gut. What what I want to challenge folks to do is to take a look within because this is really, again, an internal challenge, right? It is about who you are and what's inside of you. What 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 do you want? The question is, have you decided? And if you haven't, that's okay, but right now you need to decide. And you need to quickly ascertain who are the people that are going to benefit you in getting what it is you want done, done. But it needs to be done in a very appropriate manner. When we talk about being intentional, you don't get a lot, you don't get a lot of chances to make up for errors. And the reason for that is because every everyone, you know, every everyone is trying to Everyone is trying to do something. Everyone has an idea. Everyone is trying to get backing for a business. Everyone is trying to get support. What separates those who get that support and those that don't is, number one, the intentionality of things. And you explain what the intentionality is, but then number two, being intentional. Because... 
they have connected with the proper people. They've evaluated their opportunity and they've lined their resources up and now they're prepared to capitalize on it. In a lot of cases, adversity is going to create opportunity and you have to be prepared to stay the course in situations where things look bleak because at a moment's notice, an opportunity can present itself to you. When I listen to Dr. Loving um, talk to our listeners, you know, I am, uh, I am absolutely on board with everything he said. I just think that the one caveat that I would add to that situation is that, you know, opportunity always favors the prepare. And I think he would agree. He would agree with me because there are situations where it seems like a door might be closing, but it's really an opportunity for you to show some ingenuity and that things may actually be opening up. So as it relates to being intentional, I would, I would just ask our uh, listeners to make sure that you build some flexibility in that plan. There needs to be a best case, worst case, um, scenario and median case, so to speak, but you need to be able to deviate from the course. And that may, that may differentiate you from the folks that have a good idea and a great idea. So when it comes to being intentional, we have to remember a few things. Number one, that a lot of folks are, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are being intentional around a lot of things. What are you doing that separates you? What is unique about what you're doing? Is your idea or your interest specific or different than others? But more importantly, the manner in which you plan to leverage it based on the resources and connections that you have and that you're asking for, how does that coincide with creating a unique space in the market. And I think those things are important to remember. But outside of that, authenticity and being yourself. Because no one can sell fake. It may sell for a certain period of time, but at some point the gig is up. You have to be who you are. In today's environment, there's too much fact-checking. There's too much... You know, the, the ability to figure out who you really are runs very deep. If you're going to be successful and you're going to be intentional, you better intentionally be who you are. And if you're not going to do that, I would highly encourage you seeking some alternative plan. Um, in closing, um, author and, and Dr. Loving, I would just end with this. We're at a place now in society where technology is more fluid than ever. Access to information is more available than has ever been made available before. And it's incredible how we know less about people that we um, should know than we really do. And I think that that is one of the things that I would encourage people to really understand as they move forward, technology is a gift and a curse because there's so much information. There's a lot of misinformation. So when you get the opportunity to speak with someone one-on-one, I would highly encourage you that your oratorical skills are at a extremely high level because this could separate you immensely from someone who has a great web presence or profile but they haven't had an opportunity to connect because as much information is out there to allow you to come to a, a, you know, a good decision, there's probably equally enough out there to help you come to a negative one. So the ability to connect and deliver oratorically is extremely important, even though it may be seen, it may, it may seem like it's losing some of its importance. I would say that that's an extremely important pillar to build on in terms of your intentionality as we move forward.
massively put by both of you all. And thank you as, as always for joining me on this journey and definitely, you know, for the listeners, stay tuned to the after show because I, I got a, I got a point that, you know, I know is going to stir some deep conversation uh, around the subject, but my closing remarks go as follows. Um, being intentional when it comes to making phenomena act in a desired manner. We mentioned that, you know, in one of the earlier episodes is just, you know, what power is and power is defining phenomena. Being intentional when you're defining that phenomena and always remembering the fact that goal planning and intentionality does require work. Like Dr. Lover said, you can't just be intentionally putting out an image and not taking the steps to make sure that that image comes to, to fruition. Uh, excuse me. Um, and, you know, that, that, you know, that leads to success. You know, success does require intention and intention does require work and lead with that, follow through with that and finish up with that. And we, you know, we, we talked about definitely, you know, defining yourself and we talked about defining, you know, your, your intentions, defining your goals and being honest with that. You definitely have to be honest with that. The power of honesty throughout all of these threads that we're dropping and this knowledge that we're dropping is, you know, be honest with yourself. Like DJ said, if you're going to be intentional with the goal, be intentional with the timeline as well to make sure that that goal comes to fruition. If you know that you can't do it and, you know, in a month's time, don't intentionally put it down for a month to try to impress someone because that's one of those, you know, one of those cases of over-promising and under-delivering. And we say it's better to, you know, better to over-deliver and under-promise. So you say it can be done in two months. That way, if it gets done in a month and a half, You've now over-delivered, but don't sell yourself short. And selling yourself short is one of those things that does not happen when you're being honest about defining yourself and defining your intentions. And as usual, we thank you all for listening. Follow us on our social media at Brethren Pod on Instagram. That's B-R-E-A-D-R-E-N-P-O-D. And follow all of us at our respective uh, websites. It is AjamuLoving.com, Destrian Wales consulting.com and just for those I'll go ahead and spell it out that's Ajamu Loving A-J-A-M-U-L-O-V-I-N-G dot com Destrian Wells Consulting that's D-E-S-T-R-I-A-N W-E-L-L-S C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G dot com I did win a spelling bee back in the day and also you can find me at mmbbgw.com and we encourage you all to stay tuned to the after show because the, the the laughs have started, and they will continue with the cognac and the vodka as well. And I guess we will start putting a disclaimer in all of our episodes to drink responsibly. You don't have to do what we <laughs> yes, do. That's good. You do that's not good. have to do what we do. But we thank you all for listening. We appreciate the support, and we love you. And stay tuned for the after show. Good night.